Interesting indeed. Right out of the bat, we are talking about CODA today. C-O-D-A. And if you listened to an earlier episode, after I said that, I said, I don't know what it stands for. I didn't do the research. Well, guess what? I still technically didn't do the research. But I figured out what it stood for. Context clues, baby. C-O-D-A. Children of Deaf Adults. This movie is about a girl whose both parents and her brother are all deaf. And sort of the journey she goes through trying to deal with how to help her family but also how to be true to herself and pursue her own passions despite the needs of her family. Now, when I was watching this movie as one of the best picture contenders, my first thought is this movie doesn't have, you know, the same prestige wow factor that some of these other movies have where it's like designed to be the best movie this one felt like i would watch it as a casual viewer like it would just pop up in my recommendations and i'd be like that looks fun and i'd watch it and i would enjoy it the whole time and i'd be like that was great but it didn't like scream like this is you know the pivotal movie of this genre sort of like how i felt when i watched and i can already tell that this is gonna sound like a diss on this movie and i promise it's not but like in the 2018 oscar race when ladybird was nominated Compared to Shape of Water and Three Billboards, which are movies that I loved. And then Lady Bird was also pretty great, but I wouldn't have pegged that as a movie to be the best picture of all time. Maybe ultimately what I'm trying to say is, do I think it'll win? Probably not. But I enjoyed it the whole time. Definitely goes in the category as one of my favorites on this list. But not one I'm going to pick as the one that wins it. That being said, I haven't seen all the movies yet, so who knows. Anyway, let's get down to what CODA C-O-D-A, is nominated for. It is nominated for three awards, including, obviously, Best Picture. The producers 
for Coda, who are nominated for Best Picture, are Felipe Roussolette, Fabrice Gianfermi, and Patrick Waxberger, all of whom this is their first nomination. Best Supporting Actor for Troy Kotzer, who plays Frank Rossi in this movie, a.k.a. Ruby's dad. Oh, if I haven't mentioned it, Ruby is the main character of this movie. So he plays Ruby's dad. This is the first nomination for Troy Kotzer. And Best Adapted Screenplay for Cian Heater. This is also the first nomination for Cyan Heater, or Sean Heater. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's S-I-A-N. Cyan. Who's to say? Probably him, or her. Now here's the other catch. I read somewhere that CODA, C-O-D-A, is one of the most awarded films ever to come out of Sundance, if not the most awarded film to come out of Sundance. And most of those awards were won by CN Heater. So I'm going to make a call right now, maybe, that of these three awards, Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, Best Adapted Screenplay, that it's going to win Best Adapted Screenplay, and potentially Best Supporting Actor, because he killed it. The whole the whole cast killed it. If this was like an ensemble cast award, I would say, heck yeah, this ensemble cast is a great ensemble cast. But he killed it, and so did she. And who's this she that I've been talking about? So, I had an inkling right when the movie started. I was like, her face looks familiar. What do I know her from? There is a show on Netflix, sort of a less popular budget version of Stranger Things, called Lock and Key, based off of, I think, a comic book. I don't know. Anyway, Lock and Key, The Middle Child... The girl who plays Kinsey Locke. The actress's name is Amelia Jones. She plays the main character of this, Ruby Rossi, who is the sole hearing family member in her family unit. Which means that in their world, they rely on her to do a lot of of communicating with members outside of the family. So the entire family works as fishermen. The dad, the brother, and the daughter. Strictly because they need to be able to talk to people. And most people don't understand or don't know how to speak sign language that they interact with. And it it appears to be, it wasn't clear, but it appears that these 
the members of this family cannot lip read very well or maybe it's just that people don't acknowledge that they're deaf so they don't talk in a way where their mouth is pointing towards them so the lip reading wouldn't even apply because they can't see their lips but anyway so there's a lot of instances where the family sort of looks inward amongst each other and she is the only one who connects them to the outside world so this this movie is in part about her trying to figure out what her own life will be and them trying to figure out how to function in society without her as their resident interpreter and let me just say the beats that this story takes are spot on every single one of them from her not fitting in because people bullies let's be honest make fun of her family to them making fun of her because she grew up around like learning from deaf adults so she didn't quite talk right when she was younger to just the pure confidence that she had to develop in you know having adult interactions with other adults from a very young age you know buying beers for her parents you know probably yelling at police officers over parking tickets like just just the amount of adult interactions she had to have probably starting when she was seven years old insane the amount of confidence that she exudes and the like that balanced with the amount of insecurities she has around people her own age it's just great the whole movie it's just great this is of the ones i've seen so far of the three that I've talked about, Belfast, Drive My Car, and this one, this is easily the one that I will re-watch multiple times. Like, if I had to pick these movies based on rewatchability, this is easily one of the more rewatchables. Probably the top two, because I know another movie coming up I'll, I will rewatch over and over again. But this one is easily... The second most rewatchable movie I've seen. You'll just have to wait to find out what the first is. So anyway. Long story short. Watch Coda. Because it's great. It's on Apple TV. If you liked Lady Bird. Not that this has anything to do with Lady Bird. But if you liked Lady Bird. Maybe you'll like this one too. Maybe this is right up your alley. Watch Coda on Apple TV. That's where it is right now. And I think it's going to win Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Supporting Actor. So far. I haven't seen all the movies yet. But maybe not Best Picture. Anyway. What will we talk about next time? Wait and find out. Goodbye. J.K. Homie's epilogue. Again, this is one that I filmed, filmed, you know, recorded. Let's, let's get the right terminology going. This is one that I recorded like 40 days ago. And, you know, 
this one more than the other movies has like really stuck with me like like i'd watched this one when i had only seen like three other movies from from the best picture list but now that i've seen all 10 spoiler alert i've seen all 10 this is definitely one in my upper echelon like in my fave five my top four haven't decided what my upper tier is but it's in the upper tier it's definitely one where if it wins best picture i'm not going to be disappointed at all will i guess it i still have yet to figure that out yet but i think more now that i've seen all the movies compared to then i do think it deserves to like be a front-running contender for winning and i think i was misguided let's say comparing it to ladybird because i think a more appropriate comparison is to a movie i think it came out last year and was nominated for best picture which was sound of metal which was about it's kind of similar it was about a man a drummer who is like going deaf and he's learning how to be deaf for the first time so it's kind of like it's almost like the opposite of it but i i think it hits kind of the same like life-changing emotional beats that this one hits so maybe ladybird was a thing i think i was just thinking ladybird because they're both sort of focused on like a teenage adolescent aged girl going through you know rites of passage but i don't think that was quite a fair i don't even honestly remember what ladybird's shtick was like what it was about i think it was about her going to college or something or not going to college she falls out of a car she breaks her arm i don't remember i should probably rewatch ladybird anyway this movie more than so far any other movie is has been the one that i've been you know just waiting to rewatch because i've watched 40 movies so i haven't done a lot of rewatching of the ones I've wanted to, and this is definitely one of the first on my list to rewatch because I really did enjoy it a lot. So definitely a recommendation for me. Sorry I epilogued you. This is not the last one that I've recorded several, several days ago. We have one one more in the tank before they will be fresh ninety-nine. But anyway, so I will see you in the next one. Pleasure as always.